Welcome to Athletic Definition's latest sports and fitness news episode covering what's trending in fitness around the world. I'm your host, Coach Ray Z. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to be covering Deshaun Watson in the NFL. We're also going to be covering a bully getting owned while trying to steal from 7-Eleven. Great summer pass that you can get for your kids absolutely free to work out. Nate Diaz and Jake Paul fighting each other. The NBA draft that just passed, and we're going to touch on VR fitness. So today I want to get started with Deshaun Watson. I've been hearing about this guy for quite a while, and I'm a huge NFL fan until I kind of started learning about the business. Athletes are remarkable. The games are incredible. They are basically so almost evenly matched every week that it really is any given Sunday. But this guy has been on the news basically for just being with a bunch of different women. And it's, you know, if you're going to be a professional athlete and go around and dating a bunch of women and you're not lying to them, it's a free country. Do what you want. But the NFL, I think now is the time for you to stand up and actually get your credibility back because a lot of people are really doubting you. They feel that the punishments that you have had for past athletes who have, you know, domestic violence and things of that nature, you guys have really not punished them as they should. As the news leaks more and more, it seems like the Houston, Texas knew somewhat of what was going on and actually made it easier for him to get different massage therapists. According to him, he went publicly saying that he hired 40 different massage therapists across five seasons in while he played for the Houston Texans. But the Times uh, reported that he actually booked at least 66 different women uh, in just 17 months from the fall of 2019 to the spring of 2021. And if you read the articles, some of them are very graphic, basically saying that he started jerking off, masturbating in front of them, and uh, he would even finish without their consent or anything like that, and that he would initiate sex. And basically, he settled a bunch of lawsuits out of court, I think out of like 24 civil lawsuits. I believe he settled 20, so there's still four more to go. A couple that accused them did not go forward. And of course, I'll include the... The notes and the articles that i'm getting all this information from besides all that you know you're hanging around with former porn stars like mia mia khalif and you have the ability to get groupies i don't understand why you feel that your entitlement gives you the right to harass women i think it's basically the entitlement because if you have that much money you should be able to go out and get any woman you want I, although not all women care about money, but if you have that much money, you shouldn't have to go and force yourself upon them. This is a lot of still speculation, and some of it uh, may not be gone through court. But as it comes out and it comes out more, the way the the new team, the Cleveland Browns, did um, their contract is basically trying to avoid any sort of punishment from the NFL so that Deshaun Watson can still get paid. From what I'm hearing, it's looking like it's going to be a two-year suspension, and I hope it is a two-year suspension, and I'm glad Cleveland kind of basically messed it up with all the quarterbacks. They went from having quarterbacks to now having none, and any team and any NFL or anybody that just is going to keep basically, what is that word I'm looking for? Uh, 
you're 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 making it easier. You're enabling bad behavior, and you're showing that you can get away with it without any sort of repercussion. And that is not how life works. So NFL, I hope you do something about it this time because we've been hearing about him and different allegations and so many women uh, for a couple of years now. So I really just would like to hear this be done with and hopefully he does get suspended. Two years, I'd be fine with that at least. So moving on now to the bully getting known. And these are some of my favorite stories to see on the news when I watch them. This guy, I think it was in Chicago. He was harassing people in the 7-Eleven. He was harassing clients. I seen the footage of him like harassing the driver. And then he went in there and he swung at the 7-Eleven clerk. And he was harassing another guy. But he didn't realize that this other guy turned out to be a 30-year martial artist, black belt in jiu-jitsu. And this martial artist got fed up. He didn't see, he saw the right time where he could be safe he took down the suspect he took him down and he held him down and of course check out the video on the show notes and the best part is he didn't hurt the individual you could even hear the individual talking saying come on bro it wasn't me and like kind of like crying i think it's funny all the time when i see top jujitsu practitioners disable some sort of person robbing or stealing or trying to cause problems and it's almost like a grown man messing with the baby because they really can't do anything about it it's like they're helpless and that's why i always think that it'd be great if our police in the united states got jiu-jitsu training and they, it was like mandatory where they had to keep training because then a lot of these violent things that we see on the news could be avoided and even some of these things that, you know, they're banding like sleeper holds for police officers. If you're trained properly and know when to release it, uh, I think that can be a very effective tool. So this guy was basically a hero. He said he felt it was his right as a human being to help out another human being in danger. And I love to see any time martial artists end up beating up a suspected robber who didn't know any better. And hopefully you guys will learn from this. This guy ended up getting caught. I think he was 30 years old. He actually had to wait about 13 minutes for the police to arrive. While he was doing that, he said he didn't want to be like everybody else who just takes video of what's going on but doesn't help so he jumped into action but he had the guy held down it was such control that he had time to turn on his camera and stream it so he streamed it while the cops arrived and i mean talk about total control of a situation that's exactly what you want to do if you're ever in some sort of danger just feel and know that the person that is trying to hurt you once you've got them in control can't do nothing about it that's why I highly recommend jiu-jitsu. It's so effective, and I love to see these type of stories. The next I mentioned this maybe a couple months ago on a previous uh, sports news episode, but I wanted to bring it up again because I really do think it's a great deal. And no, they are not sponsoring me yet, but Planet Fitness, if you're hearing this, Planet Fitness is doing something really good, in my opinion, for, for everybody, really. It, it's great marketing, and it's great for the kids. They are offering free memberships to teenagers high schoolers from the age of 14 to 19 that are currently in high school for all the details you can go to their website and i'll include it on the show notes but from 14 to 19 up until august 31st they're even doing up to a five thousand dollar scholarship where 
someone's going to get it. So you can go to their website for the rules. I think it's great because right now with inflation going on, a lot of parents are like, well, what are we going to do for our kids? Send them to the gym. Also, if you have a gym membership, but maybe we're struggling to afford a gym uh, or not sure if you should get a membership for the kid because so many times they end up quitting or not wanting to go. This is a great way to test the water, keep them busy. It's free. And of course, because it's free, what they notice is that people that use the membership, a certain percentage will end up joining the gym after which is good because basically you're setting them up to live a healthy and active lifestyle which is what you want so great job uh planet fitness be sure to check it out take advantage of it and from what i saw this is nationwide so this is nationwide there seems to be quite a few planet fitnesses be sure to take advantage of that great free offer i mean what better than free after that i wanted to get into ufc a little bit i think it's to fight the last time I seen a fight, he lost. It was, I think it was for the bad motherfucker belt versus uh, George uh, Jorge. I, his last name slips my mind. He ended up losing. Uh, Dana White brought it up a couple days ago because he uh, Diaz keeps tweeting to release him, to release him. And Dana White says, he's basically an iconic fighter. He grew up with a company. He's been fighting for a long time but in his what last six seven fights he's only won one he won that one versus connor i actually think he won both against connor it, that's all opinion based but overall he's a big money maker for the company it seems like he gets cut a little bit too easy now uh but i definitely think that they should have had him fighting he's a big draw i don't understand why ufc isn't using him as effectively but ufc does have a lot of fighters and maybe they're just kind of trying to have his last couple years under contract basically not get a fight till the very end because then his best years will be behind him uh, diaz is now 37 years old uh dana white commented that he should fight jake paul and jake paul replied that he'd be more than happy to fight uh, diaz for his last fight but that he needs to pay the fighters more and also give them benefits diaz said hurry up and release me so i can fight jake paul so my question to you is and leave it on the comments would you watch jake paul versus diaz who do you think will win and I definitely would want to watch that. That'd be very interesting, at least for a pay-per-view. Diaz, I don't. I think he'd be probably the first fighter not to take it easy. It, I, it seemed to me like Mayweather took it easy to him a few times, but he is a way bigger fighter than when he fought Mayweather. So I'd like to see that in the future and see what happens with that. We'll stay tuned. The NBA draft just passed this week, and there was second-generational players, quite a few in this year's draft. If you know me, I don't really follow college, although college is very exciting uh, sport overall, um, the basketball and the football, but I just don't really get into it. So I don't know a lot of the good college players, but I do know the iconic and NBA players that played in the NBA. And there's a there's actually quite a few, maybe like six, some I think like one guy played like 33 games in the NBA, regardless his son made it. But I would say the biggest names and it looks like they may not even make the NBA, is Ron Harper Jr. So Ron Harper, he got drafted for Cleveland. From Cleveland, he ended up playing with the Clippers and the Chicago Bulls, won championships with the Chicago Bulls. 
good player and he was one of the higher jumpers in the league up until he got injured his son is six foot six and it looks like he went undrafted so we'll see if any team ends up picking him up then there's a uh, ron artest the third ron artest won championships with the lakers and his son looks like he got he went through the draft and no one drafted him the other two I would say biggest names actually just got signed by the Los Angeles Lakers and it is Shaquille O'Neal's son, Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr., which is Scottie Pippen's son. Now, Scottie Pippen Jr. is a six foot one. So he's not the biggest guy, much shorter than his dad. I think his dad was like six foot seven, maybe a little taller. And from what I read on the article, he's not as talented as his father. So it's looking like it'd be difficult for him to make the team. Maybe, and honestly, I haven't seen Shaquille O'Neal's son play too much either or at all. But I know that when you're really, really good, it doesn't really matter if you're a, a son or second or third generation there's going to be hype about you, a lot of hype about you in college and high school. Just like when LeBron James came into the league, there was a lot of hype, and that was in high school. I definitely have not heard the same hype about um, Sharif O'Neal. I believe he went undrafted, and then they signed him at a, like some workout. So I think part of the reason why they signed him is because of his dad. But just because you have a famous dad doesn't necessarily mean that you can make a team. So good luck to them. There's about, what, 58 hopefuls in this year NBA draft, and we'll see who ends up actually making it. And after you make it, then what kind of a career you will have. Good luck to everybody in the NBA draft. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on was VR, the Meta Fitness, Meta Universe. It's all about the metaverse. And they've been working on it a lot. I did a review on working out in the metaverse. And I'm going to do another show because based on the downloads, I definitely feel that you guys are interested. So I want to give you what you want. So I wanted to just kind of touch on this article that I came across. And once again, you can find it on the show notes. But they were doing uh, test subjects and they basically had them go through the first day, you know, connecting heart rate monitors, everything, the whole shebang. And they basically did tests of exhaustion on treadmills. And they both did it. And then the next day they come back and instead of doing treadmills, they did VR headsets. And then when they're done, one of the persons who was participating told the other person, so what are you going to do for the rest of the day? And the other test subject said, that they were going to go to the gym because they hadn't gotten a workout in yet. One of the biggest challenges is, is that the VR people simply don't count it in their mind that that is a workout. And I would say that I would probably have to agree with that as well. But yes, they, the, v, the people that try the VR, they think of it more as a game. They're not really thinking of it as an effective workout. So they'll go on, you know, do the game, even though the levels are saying that they, you know, by the biometrics that they're doing, it's saying that they reached full exertion. They don't really feel that they have, so they still want to do something. And it seems to be more than one test subject. I would say I would feel that way too. The Oculus Quest 2 is the headset uh, that Facebook bought a few years ago. I would say that's probably the most common one. They've sold, as of June 6, 14.8 million headsets. And they range from... 
$399 $299 for 128 gig or $399 for 256 gigs uh, their whole goal is to make it as realistic as possible when it's a price of $300 to $400 I don't think that it's ready for mainstream yet that's still in my opinion not accessible for everybody especially like a lot of minorities uh, people that may not have been born into wealth so I think they still need to find a way to get the Oculus glasses cheaper. My other question for you is, what about when you sweat? What if you're a person that sweats a lot? Are they still going to work? Are they going to malfunction? Um, so the biggest challenge is that people don't actually think that their workouts are workouts. And then they said that their second biggest challenge involves uh, basically that people associate video games with laziness. And I could see how people do associate it. That challenge and along with exercise it equals pain. Stereotypes can be very easily fabric blah, blah blah. Stereotypes can be easily fabricated or they can be dumped through marketing. One of the examples that I could think of off the top of my head is marijuana, how they used Marijuana, uh, who was it? Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy with the castle, right? Hertz Castle. The Hertz Castle guy basically wanted to not go to hemp so that he could make a lot of money printing his newspapers. So he, fab he fabricated stories saying that uh, Latinos, Mexicans, uh, Blacks basically will get high and then go and want to rape women all these lies and then from there they came out with a reefer madness and more and they associated and then with movies as well they've just associated marijuana with laziness up until this day even though a lot of athletes pro athletes have come out and said that they get high or michael phelps or uh, recently, I can't remember who was the NBA champion from the Warriors that said every single his best games he was he was medicated. So stereotypes are something very difficult to break, and I think it'll be generations before people don't associate laziness with video games. And as far as exercise equals pain, I'm with you there. If I don't feel that VR is going to be the way that it's going to solve people's opinion that exercise doesn't equal pain. I think it's going to be a lot more than that. And me, I, I personally preach that exercise does not equal pain. It shouldn't equal pain. If you are working out and anything is hurting, then you should stop immediately and regress, find a different exercise, something lower, something with less weight or body weight that you can do till you get that certain ligament, joint, muscle stronger. And then from there, you can take it to another level. So I don't believe that you should exercise through pain. I definitely think that that is something, it's a huge misconception, no pain, no gain. And that is absolutely incorrect. I believe that you should train without pain because the whole point is to be able to live your life healthy mobile pain-free not to be painful not to every time you pick up a weight or bend over you're in some sort of pain you should work out without any pain 
And if you are working out with pain and you don't know how to stop that, feel free to contact me at coachrayz.com or send me a DM. I'll be more than happy to help. So thank you everybody for joining. I believe that this is episode 123. So it seems like everybody has been enjoying the sports and fitness news. I see the numbers for this, so I will keep bringing you the latest around the world. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. I appreciate your support. This has been Coach Ray Z, Athletic Definition. I will see you this Monday for my other show on here, I'm live on Fireside. It's Drunks. We're, go- we're going to be doing our 4th of July, early 4th of July show with the most patriotic beers to drink on 4th of July. So you're going to be having a barbecue, a gathering. You know, a lot of us have been locked up for a while. So this is your year that you're finally going out and you're not sure what type of beer to take the party. Be sure to tune in. We're going to review. We said the three most popular beers, but we're going to throw in the fourth. Probably we're going to do some sort of IPA because on another review, we saw that they had an IPA. So we're like, okay. So be sure to join us. That'll be on Monday, and that'll be at 7 p.m. Pacific time zone. So thank you once again, Coach Ray Z. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I appreciate your support. I'm out.